Welcome back to the fit your best. What the hell? <laughs> to your favorite podcast, the best podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter. I am your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And we're so happy to have you back once again for a last episode of the fucking year of 2022. We're squeezing it in there because we we're late. We really are. We are so late. We're about a day, two days late. Um, but it was worth it because I finished the book, even though I, um, was the cause of all the delays. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Let me finish reading the book the second time. Well, good. Fully, so. Well, I, I'm glad, but still, um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to, but just ended up happening that way. But I, ugh, I'm so glad it did because that book i stayed up for the past three two days really um until 3 30 in the morning because i could not get enough of that book and i still had to work luckily i worked from home but still had to get up like be on my computer at eight and it was good i i feel complete now complete <laughs> and tori can now send me all of the tiktoks that she has instead of having to watch them all and screen them before she sends them to me. Yeah, pretty much. For spoilers. Um, but, but yeah, it's done. This We are caught up on Akatar, which is crazy to think. Silence from Tori. I mean, I've been <laughs> caught up for months. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I was or saying. You mean on the pod? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm glad that we're finally finished with it although there will be more books in the future obviously but there will be in a while but i mean i was telling you this earlier i'm pretty happy with where it's at right now Mm -hmm. like i don't feel like a piece of myself is missing because whenever i remember i've finished some really good series and just have felt very lost Mm -hmm. afterwards and i know this isn't the end but being caught up to a series is essentially an ending in itself because like you know you have to wait now right you have to wait so long um but this book in particular after finishing it i did not get that hollow feeling of like what do i do with my life now yeah because it's not that i didn't love the characters as much as i did those other books now it's just like i still have something to look forward to Uh there's no like definite ending their story is still continuing but the like stop that they had right now was a good stop was a good like complete stop there was no like cliffhanger cliffhangers mm-hmm. there's no cliffhangers nobody like died which still is kind of concerning i sent that to you and i yeah. was like still kind of concerning nobody has died yet um well i mean there is that theory that cassian's still gonna die because elaine predicted his death remember okay but i needed you say, to i needed you to tell me like tell me that because i've seen some tiktoks right. about it so, so rejog my remember memory elaine was cassian was like it'll take more than that to kill me and uh-huh. elaine was like no it won't because she saw cassian's death but like we don't know if it's still to come or if what Elaine saw was Hyburn killing Cassian and that's why she showed up and killed him because she didn't want Cassian dead dead and then like I don't know maybe Nesta would have died too or like whatever but then like obviously they're mates so like 
Oh, we're not in the spoiler part yet. Well, we're <laughs> spoiling this. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoops. Uh, we, they're not. They're totally not. <laughs> so we we were talking about Feyre and Reese. <laughs> Shut up. We are. Anyways. I mean, anyways. So people are really afraid that Cassian might still be killed in the series. I hope if he is, it's further down. Like that they get at least a few, a little bit together. I don't want him to die ever. I don't want him to die at He's all. He's the most pure angel soul ever. I don't want him to die at all. But if he does, I would like for it to be in the end. So like that way I could at least still have them. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, that's true. Um, because I don't think I can read a book without Cassian. I would afterwards. You know what I mean? Simply revolt. <laughs> simply. I would pass away. I would disband the entire series. <laughs> I would. The bad boys. Burn every bookstore to the ground. Only S.J. Moss books, though. Only S.J. Moss. No, I'm done with reading if that happens. <laughs> Never again will I pick up a book. <laughs> Never again will I understand joy. <laughs> Literally. Um, but anywho. It's still really good. So do you want to say star ratings? Yeah. You go first. I gave it a, on Goodreads, I had to give it a five because, like, there's no in between. But technically, I in my heart, it's like a four, seven, five. I would do, like, a four and a half, but it's five on my Goodreads, too. Okay. Because, I mean, I figured, like, the things that I didn't like, obviously, were real small. Yeah. And so, but overall, the book, I obviously loved, loved it, it because I couldn't put it down until 3.30 for the past two nights. Yeah. So, so, there's some validity to that. It's funny that, like... Today we're recording, and today on TikTok, I saw my first ever Akatar hate video. <gasps> oh, yeah, you were telling me this. By a book influencer who I actually really like, and I usually love her videos, but she literally... Was she the one saying that she's like, we need to leave this in 2022? No, she was... Uh, oh. She was just listening to one of the book recordings, and you know how they're, like, really fucking corny and, like, gross and stuff? Yes. The ones that are the, made are made into movies? Yeah. Okay. Or, like, the cinematic experience. The, yeah. And so she was, like, basically just lip syncing to that. And then her caption was, like, SJM hate. Like, this is not a safe space for Akatar fans. Like, Rhysand needs to unalive himself. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Like, Reese, really? I know. What the fuck? Reese is like the hottest best boyfriend ever. Uh, husband Book made... boyfriend. Uh, yeah, a lot of like, things. He has his flaws, but I think every that's the whole point. SJ Moss every points out every single one of flaws. these characters' flaws. Okay. They cannot be perfect. Um, anyways, this book is about Nesta, obviously. And I remember whenever you first told me that it was in Nesta's you were point pissed. of view, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? I know, bro. And I was like, I don't want to read this. Like, it really, it really discouraged me from reading it. Because I was like, I don't want her perspective. But at the same time, the last book, Akawar, like, really kind like, of like. Else could it be? Yeah. It really kind of solidified the fact that Farah and Reese's point of views weren't really needed anymore. There wasn't really a need to continue on anymore with them. I think it would have been really stale mm -hmm. had it, had it still been them as the main two characters so now reading it after the fact i do like that it is nesta and essentially cassian's point books. of views yeah yeah 
and um i think it was really refreshing and like it's because you already know so much about Feyre, you already know so much about reese it's it's hard to keep that relationship still very interesting and new mm-hmm. so i think they did a really good job I think they did a really, really fantastic job in corporate. Because obviously they're still there. It's just, it's Nesta, what she's thinking, and then Cassie and what he thinks and stuff. And I liked the flip-flop between them. I did too, but I kind of wish it wasn't in third person. Because the first three books were in first person. Some of it was a little hard because you'd start reading and you wouldn't know whether or not it was still Nesta or it was still Cassian or Nesta and then Cassian. And then like it would click like sometimes after it would flip back and forth really quickly. Yes. So. so I can see how that could be a little bit confusing and obviously not very like clear. Yeah. But in order to do a dual POV, I understand like why it had to be that way. Yeah. There's, there's no way, but I think she did. I think she did a, a good job of keeping them separate from each other in a way separate but still the same because they are the same uh, person um uh spoiled from the first few books so being in uh first point of view oh first point of view and only one character yeah i know i think there is a lot of like wholeness that you can get with just one person but at the same time i'm always a sucker for multiple point of view. no 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 i love multiple like i wish we had a reese's point of view we just I'm have sure the... she ha- she has it in the works. Well, I'll I'll send you the um the fanfic. God, POV. It's so fucking God. good. God, it like There's follows just so along many... with the story. It's so, so funny. Well. I feel like this is like the Twilight of the twenty the twenty ten century. It's like the Not Twilight like... slash Game of Thrones of twenty ten twenty twenty. Yeah. No, 2010s, because she started in, like, this is, like, my sister, like, my sister, the generation after my sister, or the kids after my sister, they're Twilight. <sighs> because it started in 2017 hmm. with the first book, and I feel like there's just been a huge cult following since then. Yeah. Yeah. So it like boomed in the pandemic and even until now. Yes. And then, I, yeah, I would say it's just been a continuous wave ever since that they released that they're making this into a production of some sort. Uh-huh. I think there's been. I don't know. I just feel like what another person decides every day that they're going to start Akatar uh-huh. and then fucking Brittany just, Broski started I she, I literally saw it. Today and I'm so happy. Akamath and I was like, oh. I'm so happy for her because I know Akamath is just the best. It is. It's just the best. Okay. Do you want to do our rankings right now? or Yes. Let's okay. do them now. Because we ranked which ones were our favorite. So like one through five. On top of this being obviously a review for Akasif, um, this is also like kind of like series a series review. Up, right. Up until, until the point. One. Yeah. Up until what's current. Um, to to that point because there's so many things that come from like other parts of the book that yeah. kind of makes sense in this last one but what well, obviously okay. our first book both of us is akamath yeah there's no way anyone could put any of the other books above that one mm, it would not make no. sense okay so what are you gonna say on the count of three say your second one okay okay ready one two three Akatar. akasif 
I almost had Akasif. Almost. Akasif. Almost. This is why I told you. This is why I told you. I think this is going to be really different. I originally had Akasif as my second, but I switched it. Do you want to hear my reasoning? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, I just feel like obviously one, it's always want to hear your fucking thoughts. book, and it's like started all of this, and it started the story. Uh, yes. And it was the beginning of Reese and Feyre. Like, how can that not be? It was really the beginning of tampon, and you hating Reese, and then realizing, oh, it was like the biggest plot twist in like the in this whole little fairy fey world that I would never have thought after reading I the knew. first book. No, after reading the first book, I would never have thought that Reese was the one. Oh, 100% to, like, immediately from the beginning. No. Yes. I did not. No, I didn't pick it up. I was still rooting for tampon. I, in the beginning. I literally was like, God damn it. I really like Tam- Tamlin and I almost said tampon. Like it's literally <laughs> first nature or second nature now. Whatever. I, hey lady, I like, jump like, down. <laughs> I hate you. What is that? <laughs> no, the TikTok. Oh, yes. The TikTok What what's this guy doing? <laughs> oh, Should we go home? Should we leave? For all of you confused as fuck <laughs> there is a TikToks. bunch of tiktoks of the um, three triplets yeah what is the it? guy triplets i don't remember what they're oh, called they're, they're young i just had their name on the top of my head uh it's three boys and they sit in the car yes and they like eat talk and, and talk, talk and about like different stuff. it's and, it, and they so have stitched them together with like these things uh, like who they think would be like cassian and, or Reese and Asriel yes in certain scenarios. it's always it's like really the bat funny. boys or the sisters together yeah, it's usually the bat, bat boys, boys and they're the funniest yeah like. and there's like what is that guy doing and then it clips to like a different like video of well, some like blonde the this blonde dude that has literally fancy. just been pegged as tamlin and i yes. feel so bad for this guy I know. because all of this dance videos that he makes because he really puts his heart and soul into them he's just been made like a clown now because he's just made him as tamlin and it makes me sad it's the videos of the three boys and he goes ah, i'm scared <laughs> or no it's ah and then the other one goes, it's just men. And he goes, I know, but no, I'm scared. scared. <laughs> That's <laughs> my yeah, And it's like, it's Cassie and Reese. And then him, him and Feyre. And he's like, what? It's just men. That's why I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. But in, when we did Akatar, I was like, God damn it. I loved Hamlin and Feyre. But I know Reese is going to come in and like save the day or whatever. And I, I honestly just thought he, it was going to be a like true love triangle. Because no, I because I, I thought knew. of I thought of um what is that the immortal instruments shadow like the um the shadow hunters the city of bones city bash city of whatever Cassandra Clare no but I don't know oh what we've had this conversation before I've been appalled so I'm appalled once again that you don't know this series um but it gives me that kind of like what is it love triangle uh cassandra claire does a really good job about making love love triangles like very unbearable so i thought it was going to be one of those situations and then eventually end up with reese but i didn't know who i was going to want more like it was going to be a twilight situation yeah 
So I didn't know whose whose team I was gonna have to be on. But well, ended up not. So my third one is Akasif. What's your third? My third one is Akawar. What? Mm-hmm. No, Akawar is four. No. What the fuck, bro? So what's Akatar? Five. You're shitting my dick. <laughs> no. Akafas is above Akatar. Is that the city of Starlight and Frost? Frost, Frost and Starlight. Starlight. Yeah. Ew, no. That was the worst one. Tori, I did not almost finish that book. The You're wildin'. No, I am not. Because Pharaoh was so insufferable that I almost could not finish the entire book because nothing made sense until the last 25% of the book. That's how all our books are, Maddie. No, no, it's not. Yes. No, it's not. Because you know Pharaoh is literally like collapsing and dying in Akamath and then takes that whole story of her journey and figures out that she has a mate and then whatever. It's literally like you get dumped into the world in Akatar and like n- all the pieces of why she's there. No, everybody's being secretive. Nobody's giving her anything, which obviously means the audience doesn't know shit. And it isn't until fucking Alice yeah. comes in and is like, bitch, you're fucking stupid that you didn't catch on to anything. And then that makes me as a reader feel stupid because there's no information that happens until she is told about the prophecy. There's no person and you get these pieces and it isn't until the last literal hundred pages that shit actually happens and shit's actually good. I'm going to have to disagree with you. That's totally fine. I told you we weren't going to have the same. Yeah. Wow. The same one. I told you. I was like. No, bitch. I was like, we Actually, might have five. two and three mixed. Because I would literally, like, I don't know. So, Akawar's fourth, and then the Frost and Starlight's fifth. Yes, Frost and Starlight Honestly, was I don't even so think, boring. I feel like we shouldn't even, like, include it, because it's a half. It's like a novella. Yeah. Because the main, it even is on, um like, Goodreads is, like, a half. Yeah, I know. So, but that's my rating, and I'm sticking to it, so. Well, that's my rating, and it's, that's what it is. That's what it be. I'm going to say, like, Akatar and Akasif are tied for number two. For you? Yeah. Mm. Akawar kind of just got lost in all of that. Yeah, I just feel like it was. I feel like it was a lot of it was an information dump. Right. It was a lot of, like, a lot of shit's happening. Everything finally needs to come to it a head. It was a lot of political. It was, but it's, like, all of the <coughs> conflict that has been building up for the past book and a half mm-hmm. had to happen in that book. Yeah. So, it was a lot of things that were just coming to a head that had to either be explained or tied up or, you know, actually happened to happen. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, also still have a little bit of a romance, like, thrown into there just to keep it more interesting, where it's not completely a political book. Yeah. But, because I don't think, I don't think the fans would have been okay with the fact that it wouldn't have been. Yeah. Even if it wasn't, like, you know, kind of, like, sprinkled in or whatever. But, um, I still will stand by the fact that Amran should have died. Same. I really, really, truly think that she should have. I, I think 
Not that she doesn't add value to any of the books. Obviously, she still plays a little bit of a key role in Akasif because... She helps Nesta. Well, she helps Nesta, and then she also um, makes her realize that, like, Nesta, Nesta's true issues sort of thing. Yeah. And whatnot. But, um, but yeah, that's... That is my reading. I know it's not something that I'm sure it'll be pretty controversial, but that first book really, truly, I'm going to have to read it again because I did not like it. I could not stand it. You crazy. And it really knocked it off my, obviously it knocked my ranking Maybe it a is because I've read it multiple times. Right. I was like, I haven't reread it again. So it yeah, really, that's true. it really knocked my ranking down a lot because I just could not get through it. And I'm telling you, I was really close. Like I had to force myself to finish it and just keep going. And of course it got better. Obviously the first 20, like the last 25% really saved the book for me, but yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> I feel like we need to start. I know it's going to be a long one. People. I feel like it is. Buckle the fuck up. But, so, as you know, all of our episodes try to be spoiler-free. <laughs> I was like, you cannot claim that. Um, and, you know, at the beginning, um, so we're going to get into the actual, like, nitty-gritty spoiler parts now. So, if you haven't read Akasif, please go read it. Um, and then come back and join the conversation, or don't. Do whatever the fuck we want. you want. We're not your moms. Uh, let's get into it. Oh, my first. <laughs> thing i have written down i made a notes app uh, note that i wrote everything in Uh and the headliner is nesta is a big old (laughs) cuntaroo no but really she is she's She's such a bitch i hate her so much she's so bad (laughs) she's she's so bad Sounds like my mother. <laughs> so bad. She's so bad. It makes me feel icky. Naughty. <laughs> so yucky. That's what my mom says. Um, no, she she is a like when we say bad bitch, we don't mean it in a good way. She is torturous to be around. Like she so is. She's torturous to read because she is just like a ball of nerve and hate and anger anger and anxiousness and grief and depression and it's like every like she is a walking negative emotion yeah she's just walking negativity and here's the thing she it really i struggled i think Mm -hmm. at some parts relating to her because she blamed herself for things that i was like what why do you blame yourself for this like this feels so gnarly and i know a lot of people relate to her because they have their own trauma and they like see themselves in her blah 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 right and that's totally valid but like her blaming herself for her dad's death that part i could not wrap my head around because she's like i didn't do anything but i was like your dad's was literally in hybern's hands as you could have done like i don't know i just feel like the the one thing like I really know that she should have felt bad for was Farah. So yes. I'm glad that at the end, like, she apologized and 
affair was the first person she ever said I love you to. And like. Right. You know. All that, that finally stuff. mends. Yes. Because, you know, she did. She really, you know, she really screwed over her sister. Literally at every turn. And farah has been nothing but fucking amazing to Nesta her whole right. life. And she's like, I understand, you know, whenever that one small part in Akatar where she goes back, where she has to go back to the human lands and the glamour doesn't work. And that's whenever she kind of explains everything about how she loves this. She loves Tamlin. She wants to go back. And so Nesta understands and they are allies temporarily mm-hmm. for that moment. And like, I think SJ Moss does a really, really good job of making it, making this character so unlikable that her redemption arc yeah. is so massive. It is. Because... I'm going to tell you, I wanted to literally put my hands around this girl and strangle her with, like, my, like, bare fucking fingers and then smother her with a pillow and then beat her with the pillow. Like, she was beyond, like, I think she kind of almost, honestly, I feel like she did a little bit of an overkill with Nesta's, like, viciousness because I really don't think she had to be that vicious. I agree. I agree. Um, especially like with everything and you're right, all of her sorrow and all, all of her like reasonings were about other people's traumas and taking them on and absorbing them to herself, yeah. especially like, you know, I told you in the car when we went, we went and worked out today, side note, really quick. We went and worked out today and on honor of Nesta, we did the Stairmaster for 30 minutes <laughs> and uh, let me just tell you, we did 1500 steps. We, so we obviously we beat Nesta's initial score. Um, but back on to what I was saying. Um, what was I saying? Wow. With Elaine. Yes. Saying with Elaine. What you How only are concerned about what my trauma did to you. you. And I thought that line was literally perfect. And I remember her, well, obviously Nesta like literally stops in her tracks and realizes like she is absorbing all of these things and turning them and twisting them into making them her own issues. Yeah. Well, and I feel like she especially did that with fucking Pharaoh too. Like, right. She was mad at Pharaoh for like going through this. Like so many times Cassian was like, don't fucking talk shit about your sister. She's been through so fucking much. And she's like, oh, poor Farah. And then when Elaine was in like. In her perfect life and her perfect Yeah, I was like, are you psychotic? I was like, You think no. her life is perfect? She literally fucking died. She died protecting both of you. Like, like she gave up. So fucking she gave up so much. And the fact that, like, in the very beginning, obviously she was the youngest and the most skilled in hunting. And she's the one that went out and fed everybody. And, like, she herself, and Nesta even recognizes this, that she's like, yeah, I'm a total fucking bitch because I was so angry and so mad at so many things that she had never really gotten the chance to even grieve, like, properly and nor talk to anybody about it, that she just literally latched on the anger and made that her personality. Yeah. I mean, I do like that she like talks about how she felt so much shame too for how she let Farrah do that that like yeah it compounded and spiraled which that makes sense that is what I resonated with with her and I like I do like how angry Nesta is because I do think that like women can 
just be angry mm-hmm. and not have to justify it too but like there was just definitely moments when Nessa was like bro can you fucking not I get I do like also that her main personality trait and like her reactionary emotion is anger because like you said it's hard for women just in general to be accepted at the fact that they can just be angry like yes yeah, you just feminine rage <laughs> that too but even just like in general like being upset because yeah. being upset nobody wants anybody to be upset and then sometimes like you're just angry it's yeah. not a bad thing to be angry it doesn't mean that you're going to like you know burn the whole world down maybe in Nessa's case sure but you know you know what I mean it's not like an unacceptable emotion I, yeah I just her anger is misdirected and we obviously know that throughout the book and right that's her coming to terms but with then it, I think she so. also realizes that she can be angry at things but also to live with that anger and that fear yeah in a different way right in a different way okay i said the bat boys fucking women in the same room i love how so i warned you that this was an adult fantasy and i love how you were like oh my god you said it was and it fucking was oh yeah and i literally love how it's like from the beginning and uh, cassian's recalling how in their youth Reese, Azriel, and him used to fuck women in the same fucking room. room. I was just like, I can't. I was just like <laughs> imagining like Azriel because I just can't imagine Azriel that way. But you know, Oof. boys are boys, I guess. Um, I just also, can't. And that also reminded me of a a memory back in um Germany. We what? Er, <laughs> not Germany and Prague. <laughs> We were in Prague, and so we had gone out, because it was one of my friends, it was her birthday that, like, day, Mm -hmm. and so she wanted to go out in the city, like, to the bars and stuff, and uh, celebrate. Well, we ended up finding this, um, like, what is it, a pub crawl? Uh It was 20 euro, and you went to three or four different clubs, got two free drinks at each, Mm -hmm. and then before that, at the first club... Or, like, bar or whatever. You got two hours of free drinks. Oh, shit. So, needless to say, we got plastered. But we also met these guys that were stationed. They were American art sh- soldiers that were stationed in Berlin who were had the weekend off. So, they came to Prague. And they also did this bar, bar crawl. Well... My friend ended up wanting to go home with one of the guys uh-huh. just because we were so far away from our, like, hostel that we were at. We were an hour away. We ended up being almost, like, an hour, 45 minutes away. And this is in the dead of, like, well, this is the beginning of November, but it was already cold in Prague. It was, like, less than 32 degrees. Um, and we're wearing fucking dresses and shit. Mm-hmm. And so the guys are like, our hostel is literally just down the road. We promise, like, nothing is going to happen unless you, like, you know, obviously, like. Okay, continue. To be safe, you know, consent, whatever. And <laughs> and I remember going, like, we went with them home, and they were in these bunk beds. So we literally, like, slept with them in their bunk beds. And this girl on the top bunk of, like, my friends, like, we were on the bottom bunks. Uh-huh. And, like, mine was facing, like, horizontal. Hers was facing vertical. So, mm-hmm. I just saw their feet. Well, I woke up in the morning hearing, like, squeaking. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? Because these, these 
bunk beds are wooden. And so I just hear squeaking and I look over at Sydney and I'm like, this bitch better. I just, no way. There's no way. She's sound asleep. It's the, it's the people on the top above them going at it. And the girl like cannot be quiet. Oh God. I, the guy is like, shh. It's giving shh. college. <laughs> dormitories the the guy's like shh let's be quiet oh my god (laughs) and i was like stop uh i just can't so anyways that um i thought you were gonna say you did that i was like no scandalous madison no i just slept in the same bed with this dude and that was it and then they took us home in the morning that's good and they were very nice and very much a gentleman which is hard to find a respectful, a respectful gentleman. But either way, that I know that was a whole tangent <laughs> based on the fact that Kaz, Azrael, and Reese used to fuck, fuck people in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. My next thing was I fucking hate her for not fighting in front of the Illyrians. Like I yeah, get it, but I was like, you are literally like Cassian was. So hurt, and he's like trying so hard to get female, uh, Illyrian, Illyrian warriors. warriors, and Nesta is just like ruining that for him. Obviously, like she makes up for it by the end, but goddamn, if your heart doesn't like fucking break for it, Cass literally in the bleeds. Beginning. It's just bleeding, bleeding heart for Cassian because he is trying everything, and and he just keeps reaching out his hand like Amber said. <laughs> Just keep reaching out your hand. It kills me. And it, but it also makes me, you know, it's like you're supposed to be each other's mate. Why didn't you realize that in the beginning? You know what I mean? Knowing that she doesn't want an audience. I mean, it didn't take him that long to figure it out. Well, he was almost. He's like, I'm at my wit's end, and it's been three days. And I was like, okay, come on. I understand she's kind of insufferable, but at the same time, like, you're her mate. Mm. You can do it. <laughs> you can do well, it. Well, he did it. So. And he does. <laughs> that's what I was telling. That's what I said. And so then he figures it out and obviously clicks in his little brain that she doesn't want an audience to do this. Because it's, in a way, I guess it is humiliating to her because she is so weak. Mm-hmm. She is not meant for battle. I mean, but not that she's not meant for battle. And not eating enough food and like having sex. That's a, her constantly. only form of exercise. Yeah. And um, you know, her body is just so weak. So I I mean, putting in myself in Nessa's shoes, I don't think I could have trained in front of other people too whenever yeah. I was at such a rock bottom point in my life. Yeah. Cuz she really is. She's just eaten by the guilt and the shame and the depression and the PTSD of what she experienced mm-hmm. in Highburn, and then also like, you know, unfortunately absolving other people's traumas and making it, you know, compound onto the fact that she feels responsible for those things when in reality she's not. But that's another point. Um, I also love the house so much. I thought that was so freaking cute. Because it just, like, comes alive. And people are like, I love how Cassian's like, you talk to the house? And she's like, yeah, the house is my friend. And I love the fact that her ability allows her to make things. 
like make objects magical or make objects oh, sentient. That was a leap, bro. I was so confused for I a know, second. Sorry. Um, but I love that that her power is giving. Like it gives life and it makes life. Do you see what I'm saying? Nope. Well, it gave life to the house. No, the house was already its own thing. No, it wasn't. It talked about it in the book that Amron was like, you made the house more sentient. You made the house. Yeah, because she kept talking to it. and like, Exactly. She put her soul because the house was was just in like enchanted and charmed. It wasn't like you could talk to it and tell it to give you a romance or whatever. No, it was like that. But she's the only one who took the time to like be friends with the house. Amron literally said you made the house with a capital M. I did not think so. Okay, Tori, I'll take your word for it. I literally just read this. So did I. Literally you today. You listened to it. I read it for the most part, and then I listened to no. the last hour or two. She said, I'm almost, like, I'm near certain. But besides the fact of because just the house, she makes the the, the swords, the and, swords and the daggers. Yeah. And, bes- and that's what I'm talking about. Like, I liked how, even though she was the, like, lady of death, her power still gave life to these objects, like made them made, made them special, made them, you know, legendary. So there was kind of like a foiling of her, of her powers, even though like she is death incarnate or whatever, her powers still gave life to different things. Mm. You definitely interpreted that part different than me. So I appreciate your perspective. (laughs) That was the most, like, corporate way to say I don't agree with you. <laughs> well, that's oh, my God. I, I, really, I, I really appreciate I really appreciate everything, but I don't accept it. So don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I you are fucking wrong. Everything you said is incomplete and incorrect. Don't do it. Don't ever say that again, but I'll give you a pass for this <laughs> In my eyes, I saw it as, like, she, as she loved the house. She loved herself. Like, it was a reflection of her mm-hmm. because, like, it started out where she had no one and nothing, and the house was, like, its own thing, and... She started talking to it, and as, like, her self-love grew, like, the house's self-love grew. Because at the end, she goes all the way down to the bottom, and it was like, thank you for showing me your heart. Yeah, your darkness. Yes, and it was, like, a moment of, like, Nesta being, like... Understanding. Understanding, but also, like, accepting of herself, too. Like, I feel like that was, like, a big point where, like, things started to change. Right. Well, I mean, like, um, Amarin says, she's like, what did you want in the very beginning? She's like, I just honestly wanted a friend. And she's like, and you made that in, from the house. Hmm. Well, now I'm going to have to go back. And I'm because literally going to like go back and be like, it is right here. I I want us to go back and look because I now will. I need to know. I, I will do it for you. I promise. Because I know it's at the very end. Um, It's during Starfall. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I like this transformation of Nesta, too. I like, even though how frustrating it was in the very beginning, her journey in 
self-reflection and healing i feel like was very real yeah like in how much time it can take and even then like it probably should have taken longer but like for a book and especially for a fantasy series yeah i think it did it in a way that was like a perfect kind of timing where it wasn't too long but it wasn't too short either yeah and i like also the fact that they used physical like combat and moving your body and exercise and essentially meditation yeah to help ground yourself yeah into um you know your thoughts and your feelings and rage and whatever it is that it's gonna become out of control Mm -hmm. to center yourself back into who you are and i really liked those aspects too that they and also friendship Mm -hmm. obviously found family sort of thing yeah because i love gwen and emery so much i I think it's so fucking cute that they bond over romance books i know just like us i love the girls so much but i do hope in whatever book is next like Mm -hmm. i think all three of them need their own little friends but i want them all to get closer as well like i want them to be like like, emery and gwen again no, like Nesta, oh, Nesta and Feyre, Feyre and, and Elaine. Yes, me too. Like, I want to see more healing in their relationships. Yes. I think I actually had that same thought, too. I was like, I want the three sisters to become very, like, close. Re- yeah, rekindle all of those relationships and figure it out. Because having them tight with the Bat Boys being tight, like, I want that same, that same love for all three of them. Yeah, and, that and same, I want like dedication uh, to each other. More and Nesta to like each other too. Me too. I want more to have a lover and a True mate. That bro. I would love for her to have a mate. Yeah. Like literally. Emery. Lo- <laughs> I literally be- want them to be together I'm so badly. Shipping them. I'm shipping them so hard. You know what else I really want to happen in the next book? I hope that the the conflict that ends up happening i want nesta to be cassian's like second in command in the armies because i think she'd do so well as a general you are literally jumping way too far ahead and literally all i don't care i don't care i know you don't i'm not concerned i'm like not upset i'm just saying like i don't everything i've written down for like later on you're bringing up now and i'm like can you just fucking stop doing that because i have an order (laughs) (sighs) well i'm just saying everything that's spinning in my head because so here's what i wrote on. oh my god okay (laughs) so you know what stop what you're saying we're going back to my list what is on your list? No, it's about what you're talking about right now. Oh, I thought you were like, shut I, up. We're going back no, to what I'm, I'm skipping ahead for you. Thank you. You fucking <laughs> yacht. God <laughs> damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, where is it? Okay. I think basically what it was, was mm-hmm. I want Reese and Farrah to become high king and queen. And mm-hmm. then I want Cassian and Nesta to become the army generals basically mm-hmm. and then um obviously like there's like more and asriel underneath them too but that's how i want it to be more asriel would be the spies yes 
Azrael really would be like the real like spy spies, and then more I think would be like the spy in plain sight, like the courtier of stuff. Courtier, right? Exactly. But no, I want uh, Reese and Fair to become high king and high queen, and then I want Nesta and Cassian to be the generals. Girls. I think she would do so well because she's going to be the Valkyrie, Valkyrie. and he's going to be the Illyrians right. and other armies. I really want the Valkyrie to actually become something. I think rather it's gonna than be. rather than it just being like. I know this sounds terrible, but like kind of like a glorified club a little bit, but also not because it really helps well, people and it's like a therapy, but I really want the priestesses to like have that edge to them because yeah. I want the priestesses to become essentially like the Valkyrie. Well, I would love it if there's like a woman army <laughs> and then the Valkyries are like the higher ranking. Right. Like of them. Right. Like the elites. Yeah. Like the most the special. skilled. The special units of all or yes. whatever. And I think Nesta would be so good, obviously, as the main, like, general of that unit. Yeah. And um, I just want that to become more. I don't want it to just be faded away. But I And I know that they are, like, rebuilding that. But I truly mm-hmm. want that to be something that, like, the girls of Valeris, like, if they have the option to, they can train to become a Valkyrie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, I also, fuck, what was I going to say? Did you want to go back to the beginning? I don't know. Okay. I was going to say something. It's probably written in my notes what I was going to mention, but. Was it something about the Valkyrie? Yeah. Here, let me rapid fire. Okay. Nessa's a fucking cunt to Elaine saying like. Yes. Oh, you chose Farah. You chose Farah. I'm like, stop saying she fucking was, chose anybody. Nobody chose no anybody. Choosing anybody. Nobody's choosing anything. They're just, you're just upset at the fact that people are recognizing Farah's like ability to not only be a good leader but to give love and to like. Well, and also, it's just another fucking sister, another person. Literally, like, there's no competition. Chill. She's yeah. like. She's making everything that she has to be the top, like the priority of everybody it's else. Like, oh. Elaine chose Farah. Amron chose Farah. No one's choosing. Like they can fucking love Farah and fucking love you. Like, can you? It's calm a different. Down? It's a different type of love, anyways. Too. So. Um. Also, I wrote that this book has too much repetition. Oh my god! I literally want to rip my hair out. Sometimes. Like whenever you said you didn't like the phrase "like calls to like," bro, it was at least said. Bruh. I think at least like. Four or five times in every chapter. I was ready to rip my hair. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is what she meant. That, <laughs> that is what I meant. That and bade. <laughs> bade. Like, I bade or bad. I bad. I batted Cassian's demands or whatever. I think bade is right. Bade. Bade bad. Whatever the hell it was. That. They used that word a lot. Oh, I didn't notice that one. Oh, when I was reading it, I was like, okay, we like this word. We like this. That and mate. And mate. So we already knew that one. Uh, Actually, I didn't hear mate so often. I know. I mean, it was there. But like, like calls to like. It that was, was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. The amount of times that it was said. And it was like within one conversation. I know. <laughs> it was <laughs> when, they, when they found the mask. Yes. Yeah. And um. I understand that she was scrying. Yes, that too. I feel like 
they are really trying to drive home the point that Nesta is made from the cauldron and like so fucking powerful. I'm like, we get that, babe. We fucking we get, get it. that. You don't We've have known to say that. it a thousand fucking times. We've all known that. We've all known that she's different. We've all known that she's been cold and like that calculated. She's a god. Yes, that she's been cold and calculated and she was not meant for the human world and not meant even for the fae world and somehow has tried to integrate herself into this but still is so completely above everybody. We uh, get it. We get it. Um, I also mentioned that there's a theory on TikTok running around right now that says Reese will become evil. And I said people mm. make like like that's fun, but people are like he can only become like evil if Pharaoh will become evil with him. Like otherwise it's gonna be fucked up. Right. Also other people are pointing out that he literally already was the villain and is the villain. To so many people so are like, in the court. He can't have a villain arc because he already <laughs> he is in his, his villain, villain arc. arc. He's, he's always just, been the villain. Yeah. He had, was all, whatever in the first book. He is, he is like portrayed the as when he says, fine, make me your, your villain. villain. Like, that is Reese already, babe. So. Reese has been in his villain era for Reese a while. Some fucking peace for once is what he deserves. <laughs> Reese God deserves, damn. Reese deserves to, like, not have to be the villain 24-7. First, he's essayed for 50 fucking years by amarantha yes then tamlin has his mate and is about to marry her oh and he watches pharaoh fucking die in front of him and then she's gonna marry tamlin and then she hates him for stealing or from stealing Stealing her away away. like saving her even though she asked for it and then she's pissed because he's her fucking mate and then the war comes (laughs) and then and he dies And then Feyre almost fucking dies with their child. And, like, this man needs some fucking peace and quiet. I don't understand. He's he's so unfortunate. So for you to... any hate against reese i don't None. get it i don't get it because this is not a account that will allow any reese i was irritated there. with reese at the fact that he just would not love nesta but also at the same time no, he had so that. much more of a reason to not trust her no 100%. than nesta did whenever um you know in the in the entire conflict and stuff whenever she is like why don't they like trust me and stuff or she was like i hate resand right she, yeah she hates resand because he's perfect and she makes favor happy essentially Literally. that's really what it was because she was just over here just being a happy like a happy sucker over here, like taking yeah. everybody's happiness away because she's like y'all don't deserve it because i am a monster and so y'all don't see the pain that i'm in and but i'm not gonna tell you that i'm in pain so i'm just gonna suck Every living, like, I'm just gonna make you feel as bad as I feel, right? And to show you how much of a monster I am, so that way you will push me away. I did think 
um when like they told everyone they were pregnant like he was kind of weird to nesta yes but nesta literally fucked pharaoh over their entire lives so if i like what kind of trust do you have no if that was like with one of my friends or my partner i'd be like no fuck you i literally fucking hate you for all this shit that you've done and like i like at the end that nesta and reese like they oh my make, god it's like so he gets on his, his knees. knees i was like wow that's amazing and, said, and then she you. just and then hugs she him gets i was on like his, her knees and she they just hug each other and i was like <gasps> no that was Stop. that was a good moment that was really perfect. i really liked that one and i like the fact that his his present to her is an opulent mating ceremony yeah he's like he's like she's said that he keeps giving her gifts obviously and she had to tell him to stop saying thank you and stuff yeah, yeah. i literally wrote he's uh for the villain arc thing sorry i just had i was like just oh. get a life literally um, I was like, I said, think of other theories because that one wasn't good babe. i know a lot of people want an heiress book i think it'd be interesting a lot of people think i think because we think don't know what actually happened with him and more no we clearly that's what they've been alluding to yes. for a while but not only that i want an heiress book because now i really noticed how they compared him to reese in this book like how he was i agree was very polished very calculated very like cunning but also like didn't give a lot away and just and at the end when cassie's like you might be a good male yeah it's like yeah no shit he's like trying Right. Yes, I totally agree I with you. really feel like he's a like reflection of Reese and I did not get that from the other books. I thought he was more rough around the edges. He was more like not barbaric, but more like brutish, more wasn't as like clean cut as what he was pictured in this book for yeah. sure. That was one thing I really noticed as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean Akawar the and the ending more so set that up for them mm. like because in the beginning he was like after lucian and pharaoh or whatever mm-hmm. but then towards the end or whatever i know and clearly he's been this way for a long time because he what he did to more he did as a calculated move yes i think he realized that she would survive but if he showed his hand and helped her like in the long run that would have been he wouldn't have had the trust to have the throne. Right. There would have been some stuff. So not the throne, his seat in the court. Yeah. In his and court. his dad's trust, which how fucked is it that his dad tortures him for information after Breland? Yeah. Brylin. Brielin. Brielin. I was listening to it and I literally wrote down the pronunciation. It's Brielin. Brielin. And Cochet. 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 Do you. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I thought their names were. And I told Tori yesterday, because she stopped by for a little bit while I was still reading, um, that I know they were wrong. The pronunciations that I was ca- saying in my head were wrong, but I was just going to keep them. Um, Brialin, which was Braylon. Brialin. Is Brialin. Brialin. Just spelled dumb with a two L's and a Y. Yeah, I literally was like, Brillapad. <laughs> Bissell. <laughs> like, come on, these names suck. Bri. Briarcrest. <laughs> Bramble. <laughs> oh, there's so many other names. But, um, Brialin. Um, and then this 
I think goes to the gives a huge nod to my love of Japanese anime and animation and cartoons. But Koshe, that's his name. Yeah. I and I told you this. I this it was not right. I'm telling you all now, this was not the correct pronunciation <laughs> and I fully understood it was not. But I was calling him Koshiki because that sounds like a villain <laughs> in a like cartoon anime an anime or something so i was like you know what this guy yeah. he's like he's koshiki to me and i think that's what i'm just gonna call him for like the rest of forever forever Until even though the there's no there's no other k or whatever and i was like that's koshiki not koshi Koshay. Koshay. Whatever. Koshay. Bro, I'm telling <laughs> you, I had to listen to it a hundred well, fucking I feel times. like it was like, there was an extra I at the end that didn't need to be there. And there was also a CH. And like, you could have mm. just taken the C out and just put an H. Or just, it could have just it been Koshi. Yeah. Whatever. Koshi. Koshay. Koshay. Okay. My next. <laughs> You're up here, and I'm like, I know. Anyway, you know, I noticed in every episode, and I don't know why I do this, but there is one word that I really just stick on, and I say it like four or five times within, I think, at least like a minute or two, (laughs) and I'm like, I am insufferable. I will literally begin to hate myself. I will turn into Nesta. I literally think about it. I'm like, I, if I was listening to this and I was just a listener, I'd be like, she repeats herself a fuck ton. <laughs> she needs some other vocabulary. <laughs> Guys, I get it. I know. I'm trying. But, <laughs> but for real, I can't stand myself sometimes, but that's another thing. That's a vibe. <laughs> Um, okay, so I was like, I was like, fuck yes. Obviously, this is a traumatic moment for her power. And mm-hmm. Reese and her are battling when she has her nightmare. Yes. And, uh, but I was like, who doesn't dream of having so much power that they're a death god? Literally. Because they ripped their power from, like, the cauldron, which made all things. Right. Because they had so much rage. Like, Reese goes, what's... Cassian's like, what's her power? And Reese goes, death. Pure death. Like, sorry. That's, like, so powerful. Gave me goosebumps. I want to be that. Like, and that's I why want to I be respected. death incarnate. Yes. A death god. Make people fear me. Right. And I, I think that's also what I respected Reese for. He's, like, you know, gave Cassian the role to take care of her. Because he said he's afraid of her. And I, you see that at the very, very beginning. And Cassian's like, are you afraid of her? He's like, yes. Why would I not be? And I just like the fact that he admits the fact that he's scared of Nesta. Yeah. Not that that's a good thing. But I'm at the same time. I'm scared of her too, honestly. I know. Like I said, it really threw me for a loop. But it also made him more understandable of the fact, like, more... Like, why he was so protective Why? Yes. It explained her. It explained that and also just explained, like, why his hatred and his, like, caution went so far and so deep. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I basically just want to be Nesta and a death god and angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have the anger. I, I think you can be things. angry all the time. Um. I said I kind of hate Sham for making Nesta so fucking weak all the time. 
like yeah. when she pees her pants in the bog i'm like i was yes i thought that was unnecessary i was like okay like i feel like she was trying to like humanize her but i'm like you can't have i feel like she just humiliated her yeah anything and i was like, like she was practice like she was training to be a warrior and at that point she was pretty far in her training a month in i mean enough to like stand her own no I for think. sure I really think so, and I don't know. I just felt like that detail. She did nest dirty. She, she really did. Because then Cassie looked for her, and he's like, "I smell her and urine." And yeah. She, he saw something so bad that she peed herself, and I was like, "Stop, Nesta would never." I, I know, really just like, don't think she would do that. It, it felt yes incongruent with who she is. Is right, and obviously like. Maybe this was showing, like, like, she is just weak, and, like, her anger is her deflecting, but I was like, come on, bro, give her something. And not to mention, like, they did not train her powers at all. No. I was like, don't y'all think that that would fucking be helpful in all of this? Like, for her to actually... Well, also at the same time, I don't think... She never showed her power either. You know what I mean? She kept it so stamped down. Well, oh, trust me. I was pissed about that. I know. She kept it so hidden. Excuse me. Sorry. She kept it so hidden. And I think that's what you're saying is that nobody encouraged her to, like, let it go. Except for Amran. And then that, like, after that, it was not spoken of. But during her, like, getting better and stuff, I feel like if she had learned to control her power, she would have felt so much better also. Right. And And I think everybody just thought that her training was going to settle it. And that wasn't the case because like with Farah, they trained her powers as well for yes. her to control them or at least to get a sense of what she can and can't do. Exactly. And yeah. we don't even truly know what Nesta could have fucking done. No, like, we, only we, get glimpses. we only get glimpses. We only glimpse like, death. But I'm like, and that it's cold, that yes. it's not heat. And like, obviously she puts her magic into the, into objects. Yes. But I'm like, there. Like, come on, like, do something with it. Like, learn to, like, blast people. Like, when she was punching that thing when Lucian came to observe or whatever. Right. And she, like, made a cut. I'm like, teach her how to use that. Like, that's fucking valuable. I know. That drove me nuts. It did. I really think that they only focused on the aspect of her getting strong as a warrior and not as, like, a god. Yeah. Because, like, Farah, they're like, well, is the high lady, so she needs to know. She gets more training on that, but I don't know. I agree with your statement, too. Yeah. Um, I also love that they kneel before her when she comes out of the bog. Oh, my God, the yes. the dead soldiers. I also love and- that her and Az never, like, had a bad relationship between them. And he gives her the present and she hugs him. Like, truly hugs him? Yes. And it's a reading light! And he makes him so cute and happy! And and everybody's like, Yeah, because literally Azrael never does anything like that. And I was just like, Oh, I love this so much! And it's so sweet because Cassian and Azrael are best friends. Yeah. So that, like, Nesta gets along with at least one of his best friends makes me happy. One of his brothers? Yes, basically. The brothers. Um, also, uh, let's see. I said just once, please, I need a powerful woman who learns she has powers and does, and just embrace them and loves them. But, but like, 
doesn't tamp them down. Right. Like, I don't want her to just embrace them, but love her powers and, like, revel in them. Mm. And, like, what book is it um, where they use their power? Oh, yeah. In fucking Shadow and Bone, when they use their powers, it makes them stronger and, like, feel healthier. And I Because without using them, they wither away. And I feel like, yeah. That was a fucking parallel I found in this. And I was like, if Nesta had been, like, using her powers, I feel like she wouldn't have been so deep down bad yeah i feel like it would have made her because the entire time she is rejecting everything that is fey like you know what i mean she's scared at the fact that she is a fey herself yeah that she has all these she's things struggling to accept that, right but and that's one of the part of like the layers of her trauma too but i think if they would have told her like it's okay you can have these powers and you're still like a person like you're still worthy of existence yeah you can do that because i feel like they ignored some of the parts like the facets to her and they really took over her life and said no you're not going to do this anymore you're going to do this and a part of me also gets that but at the same time like i was irritated whenever they like voted against whether or not keeping her informed or not on the and yes yeah not only that of like voting against whether or not she needed this to be trained and to be like taken away from the taverns and the sex and her apartment and moved into this place. Oh, that part was good. No, I thought it was, was like good. That was an intervention. For I thought healthiness. it was good, but that's also just at the same time, like everybody choosing for her, you know, in those moments. Yeah, but she needed it then. No, I know. But I'm just saying the theme of being chosen and things like they never gave her life to her they tried to obviously and she wasn't doing well in the very beginning but i didn't agree with the fact that like everybody made her feel like shit constantly Mm. she also didn't help herself but at the same time like she would turn things even that weren't bad that's true bad yes like somebody would would say say, like to be like pharah like pharah whenever she said that Elaine found out that she was pregnant first and then she wanted to tell Nesta that it was a boy first. Yes. And she was like, oh, because like I didn't realize it was a petition or like I didn't realize we were keeping score. And she's like, Nesta, are you fucking for real? You're literally just my sister. I just wanted you to have this piece because Elaine got the first piece or this the guess of me being pregnant. She's just trying to be a nice sister. She's just trying to include her. Yes. More than anything. She's literally Farrah just wants Nesta to love her so badly. Not even that. Nesta just wants, or Favor just wants Nesta to feel like she's accepted. And, like, yeah. Nesta is just, like, pushing that everything away. And yeah. Feyre is like, look, I don't care if you're angry all the time. But, like, I need you to, like, condense that anger into something else other than just putting your talents into all of us because you're unhappy yeah. about you being it's here so in this situation. so much Nesta projecting because Nesta's like, yes. you all judge me 24-7. And in reality, Nesta is judging, judging herself. And obviously that's a defense mechanism so that she can control like preemptively know what people would think or say about her so that she can like manage the situation, manage and also validate what she's feeling because like, she's like, okay, well everybody thinks I'm a monster. So let me show you how much of a monster I am. And then she does it. And then she's like, see, I am a monster. So it's like validation. It's uh, the self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, What is it? Prophecy. What is it? Manifest destiny that's that's what 
That's what. I'm trying to remember what that even is. Like, what that's from. Manifest Destiny. Isn't that from, like, government <laughs> class in high school? <laughs> when they would travel west to, to fucking <laughs> chase their dreams of gold and shit. At least that was world history, yes. <laughs> Confirmation bias. <laughs> That's also not correct. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say then. You're trying to say self-fulfilling prophecy. I promise. I thought there's another word for that. Manifest destiny. <laughs> it's the manifest destiny is the like presumption that moving west will yes fulfill all your des- destinies and that you will become like Rich prosperous and yeah, and, yeah your prosperity lives I'm there. fucking dying and that, I and love you and so that, much I love you so <laughs> that the United much. States felt that it was their god given right to be from coast to coast essentially <laughs> that's also what it was <laughs> I'm dying so the <laughs> so the next topic is the Louisiana Purchase <laughs> If you didn't know, that gave us over a third of what we have today. So, thanks, Louisiana. (laughs) Maddie, I can't with you. That was in 1803, by the way. It's good for you for knowing that because I sure as fuck didn't. I was drilled. That one's the only date I really remember. That one, and then 1770s. Goddamn thing. Well, do you. What year? What year? 1776. There you go. There you go. July 4th. I'd be smart. You be smart. <laughs> you be smarter I than the a, average American. <laughs> I learned a few things in my life. Yes, you did. Why did we? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm Why did the southern a- accents come out? Um. Uh, also, I think the yes. whole conversation on the Pegasus has something to do Ew. with the alternate realities. Because yes. they just disappeared. And yes. they were like super fucking powerful. That they just. And, they said they just. Mi- they vanished into mist and i was like no no they didn't Mm -mm. they're somewhere that's gonna come up again i i promise Mm -hmm. because they wouldn't have brought it up otherwise they've just been like oh like they've kind of gone well i feel like the valkyrie should get pegasus well yes because in norse mythology that's what What the valkyrie ride okay because literally thor like the valkyrie and thor yeah they are all women, and they are the most elite soldiers, and yes. they ride Pegasus into battle. Yes. Oh, my fucking yes, God. Yes, bro. Yes, yes. What this if, is why I was what, like, bruh. What if Nesta's Pegasus literally has a mane of silver flame? That would be sick as fuck. Or like, and now it's that's so, canon. Or, like, so. literally so silver that it looks like silver flame. That's canon. And then I haven't needs- seen that fucking on tiktok anywhere so maybe we should make a tiktok and put it out there because don't fucking steal our ideas bitch there's a tiktok theory that's coming out tonight from us then maybe not tonight i'm looking scary okay but what else okay but what else would we add to that theory other than just like the pegasus is what did i just say pegasus pegasus i mean i think there's gonna be pegasi obviously pegasus like she stopped time She did. I'm literally ignoring everything. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. I'm just trying to think of what else we could think of our for our theory. Well, because yes, that the harp is 26. I wonder what the other dimensions are. You think that 
one of those strings or some two of those strings are the dimension that the crescent city fall in and that the thorn yes, of glass because fall in. some people think that amarin is maybe from one of those realms and i feel like she would only be from thorn of glass I, I haven't read the other one, so I don't know. I mean, I don't. Re- I haven't read either of them, but the <laughs> Crescent City sounds too modern. Oh, and she sounds too ancient. Yeah, Amron's like fifteen thousand plus years old. So yeah, because she remembers when the trove was made, and that was like that long ago. Right, exactly. And that's when the Kelpie, she like understood and the, lamp- the Kelpie's and, uh, language, and which was from then. Narburn, Nurb. Namburn, the other magical sword that was destroyed by Amarantha. Oh, yeah. Narburn. And also Lanthus was like, that's not Narburn. Yeah. I don't think that's right. So, but it starts with an N. I don't neighbor, remember. Neighburn, something uh. like that. And he laughed whenever he she said that, that his name, her sword's name is Ataraxia, which is inner, inner peace. peace. Okay. I have to say something first really quick about, I love how... Meryl and Gwen, Gwen were doing the 26 dimensions and they were studying yes. it. And then the harp came out with the 26 strings or whatever in the mm-hmm. 26 dimensions, basically like confirming right. everything. And I just like love that little tie in. But um, Ataraxis is the name of the sword, right? I thought it was Ataraxia. Ataraxia. That's correct. Okay. Sorry. No. I. But I think it's hilarious because... I'm only allergic to one thing in this world, like truly, and it's a medicine. Uh-huh. And it's like it's like penicillin, but different, I think. Amoxicillin? No, it's called Atarax. <laughs> <laughs> so and when I was like, Ataraxia? You mean the medicine I'm allergic to? <laughs> Not you projected, you're like, how do they know? I was like, this sounds way too similar. And it was Ataraxia. Atarax. I'm a, I'm allergic to amoxicillin. That I've, starts with an A. I don't know what it starts with, but I've with heard penicillin of that, and amoxicillin. But anyways, so don't give me those. I literally wrote Ataraxia in parentheses. Atarax. <laughs> well, hold on. I was reading it on my Kindle, so I had this one. I'm gonna sneeze. Bless you. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. But anyways, um, so the Pegasus back. is going to come up in the future. The harp is going to come up in the future. Yes. I don't um, think. Do you think the mask will? I think the whole dead trove will, but especially the dread harp. trove. Dread. Dread. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. And uh, then I thought it was funny that uh, she made a new trove. I know. That's what I tell you. I mean, you. that's what I she's going like... to wield as the Valkyrie leader. Right. That's why I think she's going to be one of the. I general, want her like... to make more weapons. I don't, I don't think, think she's she'll gonna be able to more. anymore now because her powers, her are, powers are not, they're not gone. I think they're just whispers Limited. of what she had before. Yeah. I also just don't think she's going to because she's going to want, th- she made three items and I think her, Gwen, Gwen and Emery are all each going to get one. Okay, look, look, look. Yes. Who do you think is going to get the dagger and who do you think is going to get the sword? I th- sword is Nesta. No, there's two swords. There's two swords oh. and a dagger. There's the bigger sword is Nesta. Yes. The smaller sword is Emery. The dagger is Gwen. Dagger. Shut the fuck up. Okay, I did highlight. Some... Is that what you think too? Or yeah. do you think Emery would get the dagger? I think Gwen's gonna get the dagger. I think Gwen would get the dagger because she seems more like hand to hand combat yes. than Emery. 
Um, okay, so I do want to point out some of the things that I highlighted. I don't have many, but... Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Um, in chapter 22, highlighted page 2244, it says the only... Cassie went on, the only mistake was that you ran off before I could get on my knees. And I... The sex in this book is phenomenal. Bro, I was like... Constant, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Okay. So this was what I, this one, it's like, he said it was such intent that her breasts pebbled. And I said, what the fuck? Yeah, pebbled? basically. I was like, what the hell? Some of, I feel like creators are just so desperate to like have sex scenes, like not sound the same over and over. Cause it can be hard. No, it, it definitely can but be. But God damn. Sometimes I'm like, can you not say that pebbled? weird shit? Okay. So now I have another one. Um, oh, that's bookmarked. Okay, so another highlighted one. It says, so you mean to tell me, Emery muttered from the, the side of her mouth as they stood in the training ring two days later, that you got into a fight with your family, disappeared for a week with Cassian, and came back able to use an actual sword, but I'm supposed to believe you when you say nothing happened? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, Emery's a real one because same. <laughs> and then the last one that I have is the highlighted um, on page 629. She would not be mastered by anything again. She was the master of herself. My note says, fucking finally, for fuck's sake. I know. And I was like, ugh, it took her so long. Keep in mind, this book is like 756 pages long. It so it's like 500 something. Yeah. Yeah. It could have. It could have been at the very, was that still, hold on. What chapter is that? I don't know what chapter that is. 61. So that's before the, the fourth right. part. Yes, before the blood right. Blood right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it I think it needed to be a little bit a little bit sooner. Um I love when they go to the prison. Uh-huh. And she hits that uh other god Lanthus. Yes. With her sword. Um, her sword and Ataraxia. He turns into like it traps him in a into a human form, human form or whatever. It takes him away from his like spirit form and it puts him into a body. Yes. And he's like What death god are you? I was just like Yes. And then I thought it was weird how he was like, Look at what we can become and show like him like fucking her and yeah. I was like, That is dark and no. I loved it. I was like, oh, because Nesta run. <laughs> there's two things Two. what the first thing is they can make that scene so like disgusting in the series. And I hope they do because it would be so good. And it also reminds me of Harry Potter when they kill the one Horcrux and it like taunts Ron with watching like Hermione and Harry make out. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, remember, because I have only gotten to the fourth movie, uh, and we are still on the fourth movie. Well, you're insane for not having seen those anyways, so. Well, you're insane. Movies, like, you're insane for life. not keeping up with it, with me, and educating me. <laughs> anyways. Your fault. That, <laughs> I, I'm not acknowledging that, <laughs> reminded me of that scene, and that scene is kind of darker. Because obviously the movies just like in themselves get like darker, right? Like a color wise, but right. So I think it could be really good. No, I think so too. Again, 
I think this has to be a series, and I think this has to be live action. I cannot see it as a cartoon or no, an animation. No, because I'm not watching cartoons. Fuck. I would watch it, but I don't think it would have the same impact. No, it wouldn't be as powerful at all. No. Um, we talked about this earlier, but how Nesta looks so good in the Night Court Black, but Elaine Elaine does looks not. like does not. Yeah. That's Are we going to talk about theory. Elaine now? Yeah. Okay. How she's going to be in the Spring Court. Yeah. I truly think that she is actually going to be the high lady of Spring Court and that she's going to be the one running the show and Lucian is going to be the one like next to her. Yeah, I think they're going to rule. So when I say that Reese and Pharaoh will be like high king and queen, I think there will still be courts, courts. below yes. them. So let me ask you this. If you think that, do you think Cassian and Nesta will take over the night court? The night court. Part of me thinks possibly. I think it could happen. Part of me thinks no, because if I want them to be the general and the Valkyrie, like that's going to be what they do. And then someone else will have to take over the night court. But... I don't think I can see anybody taking over the Night Court other than being Reese and Feyre. I know. Like, that's I the thing. truly don't. So maybe they'll be high king and queen, but also preside in the Night Court, court. still. Yeah, there Because you go. that's the only way I can, like, really see it working. I don't see, I don't see Reese nor Feyre moving from the Night Court no, either. No, not at all. So, like, that's, that's their home. Yeah. So, no, I truly 1,000% believe that Elaine is going to be the high lady of the, the spring, spring court and that she's going to find her voice and her backbone. Yeah. And she is going to be ruling, like, she's going to rule with a stern fist, but, like, with a soft voice. Yeah. Does that make sense? The only thing is Tamlin is technically still the high lord. But remember, he never wanted to be ruler. He never wanted I to know, rule. I know, but the magic still chose him. So the magic is going to have to, like, choose Elaine and Lucian. Right. And I think they can, I think she can figure that out. I know, I think so, too, but I'm, like, excited to see how that would work. And I am sure, I am sure there is, like, a ceremony or something that you can do to transfer the power or something to that effect. Yeah. I think whenever they mate, if they mate, like, whenever she accepts Lucian as her mate her mate yeah. i think something will happen yeah i agree and then also like with her seeing abilities i was telling tori in the car i would also like for elaine's power to do something with nature like her being able to like manipulate nature and of course i think tori brought up a good point that it might be too much on the nose but it'd be so cool if she could like manipulate vines and shit yeah it'd be cool I think I do wonder like some people just like I say it's too on the nose for the gardening powers and stuff mm. um, or the nature powers. Some people think it's too on the nose for her to fall in love with Lucian because he is her mate. But I right. also can't imagine her and him ending up not together. Like I do think they need to be I together. I think their I think their journey is gonna be completely different than what Feyre and Nesta's is because I it's gonna agree. be so much more of a convincing rather than them because Feyre knew that Reese was her mate. Like she just didn't she knew but she also was like blindsided a little bit, but at the same time she, she knew that she was the, she loved yeah. him. And Nesta knew. Yes. From but the, from like the get go, she yeah. knew. And then she pushed it away because she was scared. Yes. 
Elaine does not want it. No. Elaine is, like, pushing it on purpose. So I think it's going to have to be, like, Lucian and her slowly become friends. And then they finally, like, fall in love. Like, it's going to take longer. And, and not I think it's going to be more complicated. Right. And not only that, we mentioned this, too. And I saw it immediately. When at the very be- end of Akasif, where Nesta saves Feyre, and she makes sure that their anatomy, hers and Feyre's, yeah. can birth children with wings. But she never mentions Elaine. You know what's crazy? Is you brought that up in the car, and I literally saw that theory, like, I think this week, finally, on TikTok. Yes. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I No, I immediately was like, she didn't say shit about Elaine. She didn't say shit about Elaine. The only reason I thought about it is because, I, I didn't think about it, is because Nesta and Feyre had mates, and they both had wings. Right. So, like, I was just like, oh, like, she just... But again, not at that stage of life, but yeah, you're right. Like she didn't ask for. Right. And then the thing is, is because everybody like I'm sure everybody wants Elaine and Azriel to get together. Yes. But I'm, I don't think that can happen. I really can. just don't think it can happen. You can't have all three of them. You should read them. the bonus chapter. There's a bonus chapter? Yeah, there is. Of It's about Azriel. Oh, man. Yeah, you should. Um, Azrael like is literally just a bleeding heart the entire time. Basically. Like he, that is his character trope, and like it makes me so upsetting and sad. I just want him to be happy, but I know Elaine. Like that's not Can't him. It. It's not like well, Elaine I mean, is you not see his. All the sneaking glances between him and Gwyn, and he saved her. From oh the my temple. god! I would literally shit my pants and Gwen. People really think that it's going to be Gwen and Azriel. Oh my god, that would make me so, that stop, stop this making me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, okay, so heartbreaking how Gwen and her sister? Yes. Yeah. Like her whole story. Obviously, how she defended the these kids, do, but how she defended the kids and didn't give up where they had gone and killed her, essentially killed her sister. They killed her because she wouldn't give up the information. Yeah. And I know that's so hard. I'm sure her sister would have done the same thing. Oh, like, for sure. That too, though, so. And understood. Yeah. Yeah. But. Katrin. Yes. Katrine. Katrin. Yeah, whatever Katrin. it was. I'm terrible at these Katrin. names, people. Kat- and they're not, like, that hard, but they're also like, why did you pronounce it like that? Katrine. Um, and then Cassie. Oh, they. Well, first off, Nesta what? and Eris dancing at the night court. Oh, my God. And then Cast I... dancing with Nesta at the night court and training with more. It just made me, I'm like, why I did can't... they never elaborate on the fact that Nesta could dance? Like, literally. Right until that part, I know. I wish that would have been a little bit more elaborated and, like, because that is beautiful. I, I love the fact that she... Like, Feyre is gifted in painting, and she is gifted in dance. Uh-huh. And I w- want to know what Elaine's gift is. Because I know. What if she sings? Oh, maybe. And her and Gwen will be friends because they sing. But then that makes me so sad. Well, because no, because Asriel's, Asriel's a yeah. No, people think that's another reason why Gwen and Az are supposed to be together because she sings. She sings, Yeah. And oh my god, I've literally seen TikToks of like duets of I literally singing, have. and they are like, imagine this is Gwen and Asriel singing together, and I was like, I wonder, does Asriel actually sing? We don't know, but that's the thing, and also his shadows like like her. 
Gwen? Yeah. When did... I, example. I swear there was, like, a moment where he was, like, the shadows, like... I don't... I don't, can't remember Oh, exactly. I remember that she... She challenged Azrael because whenever they had put the um, obstacle course... Uh-huh. Um, Nessa was like, ooh, you just started it with Gwen. And she's like, I'll see you tomorrow, Shadow Singer. Yeah. And she's like, you just became Gwen's new ribbon sort of thing or yeah. something like that. And yeah. I was like. No, for real, they're going to, like, be together. Stop. I want them to be together. Um, But Nesta's dancing with Eris at the night court was so phenomenally written. Yes. Just beautiful. It was such a beautiful scene and i love that cassian steps in and is like fuck off my mate and i don't know i just like love the whole entire night court scene i know i guess tell me why i don't know if this this is completely a little bit random but did you have a hard time picturing favorite pregnant yes okay (laughs) because me too she did not seem like the type to want to be pregnant and i'm so mad that she got pregnant so soon. Literally. I immediately knew whenever she had that little shield around her or whatever. I know. You I texted was like, me and I was like, fuck. fuck. I was like, also, Feyre is definitely pregnant because she has a shield. And whatever she says, that Helion, that Reese is trying to break it or whatever, it's bullshit. Bullshit. I literally hate that Feyre is pregnant. But I have reconsidered that stance only the smidgiest bit. <laughs> smidgiest? Yes. Um, because then, like, I don't know, like, at least their kids will grow up and then they'll be older for longer. You know what I mean? Instead like of, a like, family for longer. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But and you're I like, I get wish. it. Reese is like 500 years old. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's boring. I hate pregnancy shit. Well, have you seen those videos on TikTok? And it's like me reading a book and all of a sudden... A pregnancy trope shows up and they're like, nope, and they fucking slam it shut and throw it out the window or something. I was like, that's fucking me, man. Honestly, I just don't like how it was just so on the nose on the fact that, like, she was pregnant, the pregnancy is high risk, she's gonna die, she doesn't die because somebody figures out how to save her, and then, like, that is so overplayed. It is. And I'm like, okay... Not that I wanted Feyre to die, because apparently, like, their fucking stupid pact was going to take them all well, three I, out. I knew that, yeah. And I was like, ugh. I don't like Exhausting. that Nesta had to give up her powers. I was about to say I that, too. I don't like it at all. I don't like that she had That's to, like... That's another one of the fucking tropes that people hate. Because why does every fucking powerful female have to give up her powers? Literally. And now it's just a whisper of what she... A whisper. Well, why couldn't the mother just give them back to her because she's seen that she was worthy of yielding them? I do like that whole mother part coming in, though. No, I like that. But I wanted her to be like, the force or whatever, she's like, I'll give it back, what I've stolen. And she's like, it's no longer stolen, it's now given. Yes. That because so much better. it's like a redemption of like, she, like the cauldron saw what Nesta could do with the power that she took and understood like that her taking it was wrong but now has morphed it into something instead of hate into love and seeing how far she could have come and she's like instead of taking it all back she's like what was now taken is now gifted 
I feel like that would have been a lot more powerful. I don't know what I would have liked, but it wasn't this. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but not this. Um, let's see what else did I say. Uh, I both loved and hated that her powers didn't work during the blood rite. Like I loved. Okay, did you feel like the blood rite, like that whole scene? I felt like it was really rushed. I, it was. I felt it, and I feel like S.J. Moss has an issue with rushing the like fight scenes and like the battle scenes and stuff yeah part i don't of me... think she has a really good technique in keeping like the battle scenes just a little bit long i'm not asking yeah. for a lot but just they feel rushed and they feel bare minimum i agree they could be more intense however also I... but it's hard to write battle scenes so well, not even that but like people get tired yeah so it's like hard to be like I appreciate for like 10 days, like the ancestral fae or whatever. No, I totally appreciate the fact that, you know, a few days went by. It's like two or three days. Like my first two days I was looking for Emery and, you know, whatever. I appreciated that. But there were still some bits that I don't know what it was. It just felt it felt slightly rushed. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But that's how I felt with Aquar, where the battle and the war felt so like okay, we got to do this because the book is, like, it's getting really long. We got to, like, so like wrap it up somehow. Yeah. And I felt like that just wasn't as thought out enough, and I felt like it, it needed just a little bit more. Yeah. Just a little bit. So, like I said, I loved and hated that she didn't have her powers. I hated it because it was like, come on, she's special. Like, give come her her fucking powers. But then they had their charms, which I liked that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the charms were so cute. I like that, like, the universe is just, like, happy with, like, those girls being together. And, like, mm. she said things like, I could have swore the, like, mountain hummed, like, go, 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 because it right. wouldn't like Like, nature is on their side for finally fucking changing the way things are going. Right. Um, but I Just liked, all these signs of yes, like, like stay together. The, right. The path of destiny, basically, whatever. Manifest destiny. <laughs> um, I cannot wait to listen to that back and be like, <laughs> <laughs> you dumb idiot. <laughs> but not really, because you like literally just quoted a piece of history, but also at the same time used it in the completely wrong context. <laughs> I don't know if that tells you whether or not I have a very high intelligence or a very confused one. (laughs) (laughs) So tickled. Oh, Christ. Okay, I like that she doesn't have her powers. I can't get through this fucking shit. (laughs) You don't understand how much your laugh just, like, fills my heart. I it makes me it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite things and I meant to tell you but like yours and Melanie's laugh literally just is like I just love it I literally like it boosts I feel like it like sends serotonin to my brain (laughs) (laughs) like to my entire body it just makes me so happy it's like Chackley it's like check what the fuck did i just say (laughs) (laughs) it's like chiming bells and just i just i don't know what i can that made no sense (laughs) 
know i know i don't know i have it in my head and i don't know how to like say my metaphor so you know what i'm just going to drop it there nothing sounds like bells all i think of is how dan in gossip girl describes serena's laugh as like a little kid's laugh and then she goes <laughs> and i'm like i sound like a dying walrus compared to that when i laugh <sighs> i hate whenever like laughs are described as like giggly and light and airy because like girl i got a honker sometimes. <laughs> i sound like a ghost <laughs> <laughs> I snort. It's like a pig. Like, oh, I come totally on. Snort too. That or it's completely silent until you hear. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> it's fine. Whatever. Okay, but I'm gonna get through this. I like that she doesn't have her powers too because. <laughs> Wait. It, so you're. I'm gonna kill you if you don't let me finish this fucking sentence <laughs> for the fifth fucking shit because she kicked their fucking asses to the moon okay go <laughs> they can't blame her on cheat or they can't so she you cheated. were upset at the fact that they took her powers but you're also upset at the fact that she i'm like cheated, i'm like 50 50 i'm like glad they took it but i'm also not glad oh in the blood it. right in the blood yeah right. okay yeah, yeah. okay sorry, and sorry, at the sorry. end of everything i don't like that she took her powers away yeah at the very end of the book no yeah. me too me too um, I told you I'm pretty indifferent to the name of Nyx. Yeah, I like the name. Yeah. I wanted them to give him something just a little bit more. Just a little bit. Mm. But I'm also really pretentious with names. Don't get me it started. It just makes sense. Like, Nyx. Night Nyx. I don't know. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. You're like, it's like the river Nyx. Sticks, Sticks baby. <laughs> Sticks. Whatever. It rhymes. Um, I... Last thing I want to say about the blood right is that she drew mm-hmm. the line in the dirt and mm-hmm. then the guy was like, oh, nice touch like our ancestors. And she didn't know that. But yeah. And that just like proves that she deserves to be high fae. She deserves more to than be other people and she deserves her power. Right. Because she, she deserves to be a warrior is a good person. Right. And yes, yeah, she's a warrior. She's offending her. friend. Like, I don't know. I just liked that a lot. Mm. Um. And then, yeah, Nyx is born and Pharaoh almost dies. Boo. <laughs> Boo hoo hoo. Because I knew that was obviously going to happen. Yeah, like, we in the saw last... it coming. That one was very predictable. Um, And I said this earlier, but I love that Nesta says, I love you to Pharaoh first. Like, that, like that's everything. Mm-hmm. I love and that. I love the fact she was able to do it through her mind. Because, like, that's just, again, another aspect of of nesta that she would never have been able to do it like to her face in the beginning and then obviously pharaoh was like it's okay like i love you like i accept your apology yeah so i feel like that was like one of the things that really helped pharaoh understand and start really healing that she can say sorry and that she can admit fault because i mean like she literally kneels to amarin and like pours out her heart to her yeah you know and even amarin is shocked like especially for being such a shitty friend well that and also just even the fact the humility that it takes to like get on your knee yeah and bow and do that in front of everybody at 
that party. Yeah. And um, I love the fact that she was in her Illyrian fighting leathers and that she was, like, trying to catch, like, stars and she was laughing and, like, crying at the fact of the beauty of Starfall. And I just was yeah. like, ugh. It's a little bit corny of a scene, but it it's is. a very nice scene. It is. Of all the things, I just, I'm glad Nesta got that. Yeah. Just, like, the happiness. Nesta deserves some peace, too. Let's she does. just be clear. All these characters deserve some fucking oh my God. peace for once. More Azriel. we're done with them. So. But not until they, like, literally bear their hearts in their own books. Um, And then I liked that they ended the book at the gravesite. Yes. At the grave, sorry, with Cassian flying overhead, making sure they were okay. And she runs to her sisters, like, very much, like, happy moment. I liked that mm-hmm. ending. Yes. Of her, That's what I'm telling like, you. I feel dad, like all of it. Dad. Right. I feel like all of it was just, like, ugh, yes, there was nothing left unanswered. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Nesta, yes. SJM just gave us crumbs to think about until the next book. She didn't give us any big details she didn't but honestly i will tell i will say this i personally like that because it makes me think of other things but it does not make me hope for like yeah what something like you know right because like it makes me have uh ideas but not expectations yes that's what i'm trying to say yes because i think i would get too disappointed if something didn't pan out how I wanted it, but there were so many like avenues that this next book could it take. It could take any, and like we'd be happy. Exactly. <laughs> like, Thank God. Thank you. We will take anything you give us, SJM. Exactly. And I think that's the reason why I feel so at peace reading this book and so happy and fulfilled rather than feeling like, like I said at the very beginning of this episode, just like Distraught. lost. Yeah. And just like, what are, like, not understanding. <laughs> Like, how I could ever wait a year and some change for this book. Now I am like, okay, I can wait a year because, yeah, like, I'm okay. Yeah, we fit in other books between Right. Stuff. Well, I guess we just have to fit in the Throne of Glass and in Crescent City. Yeah. I will be impressed with us if we read all those books in a year. I already have Throne of Glass downloaded because I got it on Kindle for, like, $2. Oh, nice. I have Crescent City, the first one. I have Crescent City, too. Should we start it? Maybe that should be in February. But, okay, hold on. I thought maybe we could do, like, romances only in February. Oh, okay, I like that idea. Well, let's do it in March. We can do it at the end of March. Okay. The end of March. That gives us two, almost three months. Or actually, yeah, three months. We can do it. And you can read it on your cruise, bitch. I know. I'm going to read everything on my cruise. Yeah. I don't think you're actually going to read it all. I think you're going to be plastered most of the time. No, and when I lay by the pool. I don't think. I think you're going to lay by the pool for an hour every day. I mean, all my other cru- all my other cruises that I've been on. Have I've- you been on a cruise with Aaron? No. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're going to have downtime. I think, because one of my favorite things I to do I feel like you're going to reenact uh, scenes with... Cassian as Nesta and you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong Aaron has literally I oh my god it was so cute the other night he's like do you want to read me your book that you're reading and it was uh, accusive stop and so I read it and he was like okay thanks like he he loved it I don't know (laughs) 
sounded like he loved it. <laughs> no, he actually did like okay. it. Okay. I was like, send Thanks. me the sexy parts of your voice. <laughs> and of course, we didn't read any sexy parts that night, but it was so cute. <laughs> oh, Aaron, you're dead. <laughs> He's probably, good thing he doesn't listen to this because I tell him he can't, but he'd be mortified. <laughs> he just starts sending him random sexy scenes. <laughs> no, he would honestly die. He'd be like, let's recreate it immediately. Oh my God. He fucking loves it. Oh, Aaron. God. The secrets we have spilled. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm reading a spicy scene. He's like, ooh, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, oh Christ. All right. I think we've talked your was, fucking ears uh, off tonight. I'm, God uh, we really damn. Have. It's almost going to be one in the morning. So technically this is Friday. Oh, God damn. I'm going to hate my life. I know. At work tomorrow. See, you got exposed to COVID. Well, I can't now. It's on the internet for life. No. Then I'll <laughs> read it. And once they hear, if they were to ever listen to this, it would be well past the time. <laughs> good argument maddie i mean when are they gonna listen to this oh i'm sorry if i broke anyone's eardrums with my laughing i am not sorry because i had the time of my life this was such a fun episode this really was look at what happens whenever i we both read the book and we both have a great time and i actually <laughs> like read the book recently so that way i'm like yes this is who this is how this happens instead of being like no that's not how it was and you're like i literally just read this five minutes ago and you're like mm. <laughs> i'm getting delusional you have to end this you're getting slap happy yeah um obviously this is way too long for us to do any reviews Yes, we're not going to. Um, most of them are five stars, though. And there's very few that are one. Um, maybe we'll add a section or something into it later in 2023. Oh, my God. It's well, so we'll weird see. that the New Year is next week. In a few days. In a few days. <laughs> Two days. Two days. Um, a day. Day and a half. No. Day and a half? Day and a half. Day and a half. No. Two days. <laughs> Can you tell we haven't slept? <laughs> that was so annoying that we just did that. I can't. Okay. Well, I don't have anything other to, anything else to say other than that. Like, please, everybody go read Akasif. It's so great. It is one of the best books in the series by far. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you. We love you guys. We hope you continue to listen to us in the new year. We hope that this channel gets bigger within the new year and that we just get to talk about more and more books as as the weeks go go on. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see what's going to come. And I think we had a really great ending to this year for sure. Even if it is, you know, 48 hours late. <laughs> it's it's worth it. Definitely. I feel like this is worth it. Always. It's always worth it. Always worth it with you. Love you. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. And with that, I think we need to end today's episode. I fully agree. So, (laughs) Happy New Year, y'all. 
we will see you a lot in the new year. So stick around. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.